welcome to a new episode of the Cigar Snob Podcast. And now here are your hosts, Eric Calvino, Ivan Ocampo, and Jim Rodriguez. And the good times continue on another smoky treat section with the Cigar Snob Magazine Podcast. With my guys, Ivan Ocampo and Eric Calvino. What's up, boys? Jimmy boy, what's up? What's happening, Jimmy? Nice I'm, hat. I know. I got, the, I got a brand new Cigar Snob. That thing's cat. crispy. I feel like I should be on the golf course with you, Ivan. That thing is crispy. I'm always used to seeing the, that nice set of hair you got there, right? but, but the hat's well, a, you know, that's a good look. You know, the, 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 the hair is in progress, as we like to yeah. say. <laughs> Well, it looks good, buddy. It, it pulls <laughs> that looks good. It pulls your skin back. It looks like you had Botox. <laughs> it ties the whole room together, the whole ample podcast environment. Happy you're along. Good times ahead. Tell you what, I'm already. I already start, lit up my smoky treat. We're going to get into that in a little bit. Uh, it's a it's a Rocky Patel number six, and rumor has it, word on the street is it's a single malt. Scotch Day. Ooh. It sure is. You know, and we're going to keep this a little bit. Listen, for as much fun as we have, you know, we uh, here in South Florida and actually North Florida, uh, we went through uh, Hurricane uh, uh, Ian, which, by the way, is going to be my future son-in-law's name, which is hysterical. By the way. Oh, wow. So, Ian, nice job. So, uh, you know, we're going to, there's some serious stuff. We're going to get into that a little bit. So, good times. Let's sit back. Let's enjoy another Smoky Treat session. Uh, Jasper, dímelo. If you're like me and look forward to cozying up to a warm fireplace after a long day on the range, kicking off your boots and settling into a nice big bowl of chili con queso, then you'd love the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua. This Dominican-made Nicaraguan puro is a bold new blend with tons of flavor made with the same craftsmanship that has made La Aurora cigars one of the oldest and premium cigar makers in all the world. Started in the Dominican Republic in 1903, La Aurora Cigars was founded by the young Eduardo Leon Jimenez, who set out to fulfill his dream of making great cigars. Today, over a century later, La Aurora has a presence in five continents and more than a thousand employees. The original La Aurora 107 was released in 2010, commemorating the company's 107 years in business. Now the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua brings a bolder new profile to smokers who have become accustomed to smoking the consistent quality and excellence of La Aurora cigars. The 107 Nicaragua comes to life with a diverse array of spicy notes accompanied by a subtle touch of leather. A rich balance of earth, wood, and floral notes flourishes deeper into the smoke with a characteristic pinch of licorice and walnut on the finish. Made in four sizes, a 7x47 Churchill, 6x58 Grand Toro, 5.5x54 Toro, and a 5x50 Robusto, the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua is a perfect complement to any rum cocktail, steak dinner, or even my famous chili con queso. Go on out and get yourself one, and tell them Jasper sent you. <laughs> I tell you, I've, I've been watching that new uh, Vicente Fernandez uh, docu series. You know, getting you know, it's, it's crazy. They named that shit like Chente. They named it after the horse, after Jasper's right, horse. Right? Who knew? Right? Well, you know that Amazing. horse. Listen, that, the the podcast is really starting to like influence people. Right. That's when, it. When shows on Netflix, right, are starting to name them after right. Mister Netflix horse. came in here. I saw him walking yep, through, yep. and he, I pulled you. He pulled you off into the corner, and I was like, "Oh, he's signing papers. I think we're all gonna get rich." <laughs> I think we're all well. Only Jasper's getting richer. <laughs> it's like that joke where the where the where the boss pulls up in a brand new Lamborghini, and the employee says, "Wow, that's a great car, boss." And he goes, "You know what? If you work hard, 
come in on time, put in the extra work, I can get another one next year. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was Eric with, uh, That's with pretty the Netflix yep. guy. Well, listen, we are going to enjoy some good times. And uh, Jasper, what are we smoking, right? Caballeros que fuman. We are smoking the Rocky Patel number six as Jimmy uh, let the cat out of the bag earlier. I, I couldn't. It was so good. He couldn't resist. So we are. Uh, so the Rocky Patel number six available in six sizes. We are smoking the Corona, a six by forty-four. Uh, these are made in Honduras uh, with a Honduran wrapper binder, and the filler is Honduran and Nicaraguan. I've not had this Corona. I've had the number. You've six had the number before. six before. Uh, yeah, I think it's a and lovely. These cigar. are these are amazing. These are amazing. You know, Rocky never really fit my. Um, Palette. Yep. But these number sixes, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely in love. Yeah, it's one of my how, favorite. How could he? He's got so many lines. I'm sure we'd have found something for right. you. Well, trust me, I smoked them all, and I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying they. But this number six, this is this is Christmas Day for me. Yeah. I'm loving this, and I'm loving that it, that I'm smoking the the sort of the, the thinner, the Corona version. Yep. Yep. So this is uh, MSRP nine eighty five, and uh, I, I think it's it's a really nice smoke. It's creamy. Uh, it has like a balanced amount of pepper. Right and sweetness. It's a it's a really well balanced little smoke. I love it. I think it, it's also one of my favorites. So Rocky, I like the, I like obviously this one. I like the uh, the sixty. Uh, so the sixty I smoked for the first time at Rocky's birthday, and that it was unreal. That's an excellent cigar. Um, and so, but I wanted to smoke the Rocky today because obviously you know they they got hit really hard. You know I was I was texting with Rocky yesterday. As the storm was only starting to hit, and he said it's already really bad. So you know, our prayers go out to to uh, to Rocky, to all the uh, all of our friends out there on the west coast of Florida that have been pounded by the storm. I mean, dude, I, I don't like that. Looks really bad. Yeah, yeah. We I mean, we've gone through some hurricanes here, but the amount of flooding that we're seeing there is like epic proportions. Yeah, I, I think the big problem was that. You know, most hurricanes, they come in, they, they, they do their damage, and they move on. But this was such a slow-moving guy that it, it just was. hit and just stayed. Not only that, it sucked water all out of, like, that Tampa area and just deposited all of it in uh, in that Fort Myers-Naples area. So, eh, really bad. So what you can do is, you know what? It, I'm sure there, there there's ways to donate, Red Cross, you know, so food, that, that's supplies. A good point. That's a good point. So we are, if you're down here in South Florida, we will be setting up a uh, an effort to, to do a collection because my brother is driving over Friday to Naples, and he has a trailer, and, and we're gonna. Our goal is to just fill it up with with water and and uh, supplies and whatever we can, whatever we can transport without spoiling. We're gonna take over there. So, if you are listening to this and you wanted to somehow get involved on that, just go to the the podcast page, cigarsnob.com slash podcast, and go to this episode's page, and we'll have instructions there on what to do. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. And Rocky's got an unbelievable lounge cigar bar. Just, yeah. It, it's I, I an experience more than anything else. That's in Naples. They're in Bonita Springs. That's their HQ. Yeah. So, you know, you know, our hearts and thoughts go out to them. And, of course, everybody that was affected. You know, I mean, oh, there's a ton of great tobacconists out there, too. Yeah. You know, Vicente of London is out there. Uh, Bonita, what is a Bonita Springs cigar shop called? Bonita Smoke. I can't remember the name, but there's there's a bunch of great and and heck our our buddy uh, Castellano Richie, right? The uh, world famous world famous cigar bar. Yeah, those are the, those are there as well. So. And then I think the key, if you can, if you can, I mean, obviously times are tough all over. I think once 
they get everything cleaned up and they're back going again, go patronize. Go, you know, go go to the shop, buy some drinks, buy some cigars. If they got an e-commerce site, use that, you know. It, yeah, and spread if it you, out. Get yeah. give some to the Red Cross, give some to your shelters, some blood, and then but go support these businesses once they get back going again. Yeah, and if you don't, you know, if you don't live near, obviously, uh, or and you don't have any travel plans that are going to take you to Naples, then man, buy a Rocky Rocky Patel cigar, right. you know, and uh, and support them that way. Uh, because I, I think I think they're gonna need it, man. It's is is rough. It's really rough. So I know that our shows are typically we don't try to get into something timely, but this is this is a this is a once in a lifetime type of yeah. situation they're going through. Yeah, like it, this life changing stuff. Like if you talk to people who were here in Miami when Andrew ran through here, mm-hmm. like that changes your life completely. So uh, so yeah, I, I think that it warrants a. Uh, you know, a show where we talk about it. Yeah, and, and, I, and I, and again, I can't emphasize enough. That's the best way to support is to support. You know, once they, once they're, because they, they, they're going to open up again. They're going to get back in. It may not be tomorrow, may not be in a week, but, you know, then go ahead and buy their stuff. Whatever you can do, you know, take care of yourself first, but then if you can, if you got a little bit extra, if you, and if you're able to, go ahead and do it. You know, it, it always, it, at the end of the day, selfishly, we all win because we get these great smokes and we get, yeah. and, and we continue this uh, sort of so I, I mean and and, and and just one last point on that uh, I mean this is still very very fresh I mean this happened yesterday exactly so um, Rocky's a huge personality in that Naples area yeah. I wouldn't put him past I wouldn't put it past him for him to do some effort since he's such a big figure there to do something for the community and I, I guess we could just we'll, we'll keep everybody up to date on what happens there but I'm sure that he'll he'll yeah, organize I'm sure something. All all, yeah. the, all the cigar snob magazine uh, social media. I'm sure there'll be tons of updates. You can always yep. check the Twitter, the Instagram, the website. I'm sure, there'll be tons of stuff in there. And it's you know I, I've always said this. My dad used to always have a great, super optimistic. Hey, it's just another reason to have a party. Another reason to have a party. Another reason to to, to be grateful. So let's keep going. All right. So now. Wait, what were your thoughts on the cigar itself? Yeah, yeah. Now that we're yeah, yeah, that, that's where I was. Yeah, I was, I was going. I'm gonna go. I, what do you think? What do you think of your smoky treat? So, uh, predominantly Honduran uh, tobacco <laughs> here. What I always like to look for is, you know, a clean, uh, just like a clean smoke. I like to find some sweetness in there because sometimes they tend to go earthy. This has that sweetness that I'm looking for. So I get like the oak, uh, like nut. Uh, like, but the the pepper isn't this like hot red pepper. It's more of like a black, uh, smooth pepper. It's very nice. Yeah, I agree. And there's there's even a little like nuttiness in there. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a fine smoke. I I have no complaints about it. You know. Uh, I I agree with you. It is. It has like that clean finish. Doesn't leave your mouth uh you know dirty tasting. Right. So yeah, really. Uh, I said it earlier. It's a really nice smoke, and I'd smoke it again, no problem. What, what the word that comes to mind for me, being the novice of the group, isn't isn't the oak or the peppers or the creaminess or it's luxury. I mean, it, it feels luxurious. The, the the band itself, you know, it's, it looks like a marquee that you would see like on a Broadway show. True. Yeah. You know, um, the the font and then the, it's black with the gold and the white, um, and it just it. It feels as I smoke it. It feels luxurious. I feel like I should okay. be, you know, in 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 your favorite lounge with sitting back on the in the on, on the on the, the high back leather chair. Great you know, Gatsby. It, yeah, that's what it that that's it, what it, it totally actually, feels like. It, it does have a little bit of that 
feel to it. I agree. So whether whether you're in your backyard or whether you're in your man cave or you're at the house or wherever, it takes you somewhere. It's an, it's it's it is what a cigar is supposed to be, and it's it's an experience. So uh, this is this is an amazing yep. amazing smoke that it would do all that just by just in the first third. <laughs> yep. So it's, it's good times, you know. And again, and it's not terribly expensive. Not no, nine eighty five. Oh. That's MSRP, which you, usually the retailers have it a little bit lower uh, than MSRP. But but depends on where you live, right? Taxes can bring it back up. Right. So um, also the number six, the name. In case anybody was wondering what the heck's the number six about, I'm wondering. Yeah, that was the that was according to Rocky. That was the the number of the blend when they were when they were blending this cigar. This was blend number six, and they loved it so much, they didn't have a name for it. <laughs> and they were like, man, we love that blend number six that we're smoking. And we're like, why don't we just call it number six? Well, <laughs> and mean, so they did. I would say of, of all the Rocky uh, brands, lines, the number six is my favorite. The Rocky verse. That's it. You know, people, people, people say Rocky four, but I say Rocky six. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get to it now. The internationally known X's and O's segment. Oh, yeah. Man, that thing, by the way. We are getting bombarded. Love it. Love it. Bombarded by emails and keep them coming, guys. Keep I mean, them this coming. Is, it's awesome. Yeah. And, and then, you know, we, we, we talked about one uh, guy named Dice. Yeah. He's going to take pictures of his, of his, of his sort of his cigar easy. Yeah. Yeah. We're sending him, uh, we're sending him stuff. And he said, I will include the swag that you send me in the picture. So, really yeah. cool. So we'll we'll post that on social media when Dice. Yeah, send it. us the pictures, send us the videos, anything you know. We want we want this to be your experience as well. You know, it's it's it's, it's a two way experience. Oh, you know, we also sorry to interrupt, Jimmy. The uh, so we didn't know where Dice was. He re- when he replied by email when he heard the show and he heard us reading yeah. his question. He re- he sent us an email, and uh, he said he's in Las Vegas. Oh, bueno. So he says I I can open the door and let the smoke up, but I also want to have the ability to have an extractor. Las Vegas, my, it's my home away from home. Yeah, yeah, it is. I go there a lot for a lot of boxing. Actually, going there in a little bit too. So, you know, they—they, they, it's funny when you, swing by, say hi to dice. I will. It, it's so it's so weird. You know, you've been in a hotel a lot when you go downstairs and the lady goes, "Oh, you, you want your coffee, right?" And oh they, my god, two creams, no sugar. I was like, "Wow, we got a whale over here." <laughs> Unfortunately, it's you know, it's a Motel Six, but it, they, <laughs> they, they remember you. They remember you, right? They remember you. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to our question now. This one. X's and O's. It's a long one. Now listen, I I I've been known that uh, people say I like to hear my my own voice. So this is a long. This is a long. We're gonna sit back and uh, and listen to you as, uh, as, as chat Sina- here. As Sinatra would say, this this is an LM. It's a long mother. All right, so here we go. Hey guys, I recently went from one or two cigars a year during special occasions to now gloriously smoking two cigars a weekend and have fallen well beyond the point of no return. An obsession of these smoky treats. Nice use, nice. use of the word smoky here, treat. Here, here. My man. <laughs> From the fact that most are crafted in such elaborate manners and are all a work of art to the history and compl- complexity of the trade, everything about cigars has tru- truly fascinated me. Uh, the best part, however, has to be that for, for the first time in a long time, I've now been able to set aside a couple hours each week to just sit, relax, after a hard, busy week of work and family life. Newfound obsession has also led me to discovering your awesome podcast, Intelligent Man Ding. as well. I'm sure handsome as well, which I listen to each night while working. Your personalities are awesome, and listening to you guys feel like we're all just hanging out together in a lounge, which helps me ease my workload a little bit. That's what we're here for. 
Anyway, my question pertains to cigar factories and their locations. As far as the beginning of my cigar smoking journey, I decided that the best approach was purchasing cigars would be to focus on companies close to me and work. Living in Sarasota, Florida, which by the way, that, you know, they, they took they they got their they got their hurricane Ian in there. Living in Sarasota, Florida, it's easy to do with Ebor City is just uh, north. When driving through the historic Cigar City, you can see Antonio Fuentes' new bigger building, as well as J.C. Newman with the Cuesta Rey cigars. Their factories are really in Central and South America. Uh, he, he he became confused because he sees them in Ebor City, but he finds out that their uh, factories are in Central and South America. I, I know they used to roll them here historically, but what is the reason for these buildings now in 2022? And is it possible for full-time production to come back to these beautiful buildings in the future Keep up the awesome work, and I look forward to listening to you guys and reading Cigar Snob Mag for years to come. And that's Chris Giblin. Chris Thank Giblin, you, Chris. my man. Hope you're well. Hope the family's hope well. Hope you're well. Hope yeah. everything is well in your area and your community. So, in summation, he sees these great, legendary cigar buildings in, in, in his area in, in Florida, Ebor. but the factories are out of the country in Central and South America. Are they coming back? What can we do? What's going on? So the first part of his question is, what is the reason for these buildings now in 2022? And, and the reason is those are offices. Those are offices for those, for those companies. So when you see the Fuente, by the way, he referred to Fuente's, um, he said, uh, I see Fuente's new, yeah, you can see Arturo Fuente's newer big buildings as well as uh, J.C. Newman. By the way, those are not newer. They're just restored. Right, right. They've been there for a while. They've been there for a while, and they've been Fuente for a while. Right. They were just restored. Uh, and and J.C. Newman, as a matter of fact, just recently restored the El Relo Tower, which is the, the name of their, their building where they used to manufacture cigars uh, by the thousands. Now they have a small manufacturing operation there today. They still do. Um, it is small. But they also use them as their offices and their distribution centers. So, so most of those buildings, in the case of Fuente, the one that you see there uh, in Ebor, that's their like marketing offices and mm-hmm. uh, and and company headquarters. So, so that's what those buildings are used for now. Uh, and those are the, the two that I can think of because those are the two big ones in Tampa. But, but. Yeah, it's too expensive to manufacture handmade premium cigars in the United States. It's just too expensive. There's no way around it. Just to have that plot of land to just grow. You know, we were so Well, no, you don't you, you no, you don't need to grow. Let's say you can still grow like like they did in the past, by the way. When those factories were factories, uh like Bering was there, what was it called? Uh, Perfecto Garcia was there, uh Corraguadisca was there. Those big factories None of them used Tampa tobacco. That was all Cuban tobacco. So the tobacco can be grown elsewhere and then brought in and manufactured, which is how it was at that time. But today, that would just be way too expensive. I mean, you can still save yourself the shipping, and then you can age the cigars when doing it on the spot also, correct? After you roll it. What was that? By not having to, let's say, send the tobacco in bales and then, ma- and then roll them here, by doing it on site in Central America, you also have the ability, okay, to pull the shipping uh, component out of it, and then also once you roll it, you can age them right there on site. Yeah, I mean, I think you could age them. It's still more expensive. I get it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. know the, that's the, the main thing. The main I'm just thing saying, is of just course, the labor cost, of course, of course, right? Because it it takes. So again, think about 
a a handmade premium cigar is touched from beginning to end. Now, again, we're only talking about the manufacturing side, but let's say just from beginning to end, it's touched by over 300 pairs of hands, Ooh. right? From the beginning of from when it's a seedling mm-hmm. all the way till it's a cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's just a lot of human capital, right? And it's way too expensive here. We don't even have enough, uh, enough uh, employees to run a restaurant right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're we're having a massive labor shortages. Right. Right. Uh, you can't imagine the amount of people that it takes to make these premium cigars is unheard of. And skilled. You know, you don't want people. Tur- you don't trained. want such turnover in your right. factories, and you lose a roller that has all this experience going to do I don't know Uber Eats or something, <laughs> and then you have no nobody to roll your cigars. Yeah, so, that, with so that talent, there hey, are I've had a business idea. Why don't we do Uber cigars? There are factories. <laughs> Let's finish off the question and then we can get to your entrepreneurial idea. Wait a minute. Ding. Uh, so there are factories here, but there's small scale operations, right? Like uh, my father's cigars has a small factory here. Aganorsa has a small factory El here. El Titan de Bronze. El Titan de Bronze or El Titan de Bronze as it's <laughs> said. Uh, th- those are, but those are small operations. They, they don't make anywhere near the number of cigars that sustains these, these massive companies. You got to think about like a company like Fuente. Fuente sells somewhere in the ballpark of 30 some odd million cigars a year. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a lot of white hats. So, yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's the reason, Chris. That's really the, the reason there's there's no other. It's just way too expensive to do. And, well, to, and uh, I'm sorry, and to keep the buildings, I mean, from a historical perspective, I, I personally hate, like, we live in Miami here, right. and every... Thing with any history, any building, what what have you, gets torn down and gets turned into like a new like condo development. You know? Anything over fifty years old, boom, Absolutely. it doesn't exist anymore. Get is, out of here. We don't sad, need you. Which is sad. Super sad. So if we can keep all these buildings that've been around for you know at least a well, century, I, I look at or, it or what for have example, you, like, nice. like like the Newman uh, building out, out in Tampa. I mean, you you can get married in, in their in their building. You know, you can have events. It's there. beautiful to me. That it's gorgeous, and it's now beautiful. It's, even, it's, it's beautiful. Even better yeah. Now. So to me, the, Chris, what what I would do, what I would really celebrate more than anything else, is is go have a stick there. Go have a stick at these glorious, you know, hundred year old structures that that you know. To me, that takes you back to the old days. That takes you back to the cigar city capital days. Man, the uh, the restoration that they've done on those buildings, like. I, don't, I haven't I haven't been to the J.C. Newman after the restoration. Mm-hmm. As, in fact, I'm going on, I think it's November 7th or 8th or something like that. There's a, there's an event that I'm going to up there. Uh, but when Fuente renovated their building, they even, they even hired a window maker that makes windows today in the way that they were made mm-hmm. back then mm-hmm. so that the windows had the same feel as what they had back then. So wow. It's insane. And hey, if there's a cigar question you'd like answered, you can always submit it to questions at cigarsnobmag.com. Questions at cigarsnobmag.com. And if we read and answer your questions, what happens, Eric? You get a Cigar Snob swag pack. So Dice, uh, his pack is literally on the way. Yeah. Uh, Chris Giblin will, uh, will send you an email shortly mm-hmm. asking you uh, for your address and whatnot. And your swag pack will be on the way. So, yeah, keep those questions coming. Because, uh, you know, we love to hear them. We love to hear from you guys. And we love to send you swag packs. Also, why are you not rating and reviewing the podcast? Absolutely. Like, dude, just take a moment. At least hit five stars. And if you want to really do us a solid, hit five stars and and give us a review. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. 
And uh, what you'd like to hear? Yeah, man. Come on. What the hell's wrong with you? And yeah, you can go to the Facebook page as well. Instagram. You got Yami and Eric there doing the mailbag. Oh, we're recording. We're recording one uh, after this podcast. So yeah, new one coming up. Instagram. You know, we got to get. We got to get. We got to get us on the Tiki Talk. That 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 that's the next step. Let's uh let yeah. Just like your (laughs) entrepreneurial question earlier, let's get through this show. (laughs) I love it. I love. Listen, we've got single malt scotch coming up. Ivan. What's up? All right. So being based out of Miami, we have access to, and by we, I mean Cigar Snob Magazine, we have access to many important and wonderful people in the cigar industry. One of those truly great individuals is the president of Villager North America, René Castañeda. As usual, all our meetings in the cigar business involve smoking cigars, which isn't a bad thing. Most of the time, these cigars are usually a new release or a specially curated cigar that's given to you to impress you. For some time now, Mr. Castañeda has been handing these unbanded light-colored uh, Lanceros with really doesn't give any information to us. Yeah, not, not much. You know? So we didn't know what they were, if they were a new release or, or if he was just test marketing these blends. Uh, but we did know that there was something special there because they were so good when we mm-hmm. smoked them. And different, right? And different. Yeah. You know, they were super unique. So it turns out what he was sharing with us would eventually become the Villiker Miami 2022. In fact... The reason he calls them Miami is because it's the exact same cigar he gives his guests when he visits his Miami office. The cigar is made at the Avam Cigar Factory in the Dominican Republic and is a very limited edition project which uses their best in aged tobaccos from 2015 and 2016. The Villager Miami 2022 is a solid, mild to medium cigar, well-balanced and full of flavor. The wrapper is a Ecuadorian Connecticut Desflorado. Which is, which is a smooth and shiny, beautiful wrapper yeah. when you look at it. Mm-hmm. And the binder and filler are both from the Dominican Republic. With notes of oak, walnut, leather, and hints of brown sugar and almonds, the smoke leaves a creamy and easygoing finish with a touch of honey at the end. I find the smoke to be very clean and easy on the palate when we smoke it. I mean, it's like if you're, you weren't smoking anything, you could smoke like 10 of them. In a yeah, row they're like chiclets. <laughs> the production is limited to 500 boxes in each of the sizes. The Laguito number one, which is the one that, that we smoke, which is my favorite by far, is a 7.5 by 38 Lancero with an MSRP of $15. And the Robusto is a classic 5 by 50 with also a 50, MSRP of $15. Both come in 10-count bo- boxes. I promise you, you're going to love this cigar. Go, yeah. and tr- go and try the Villager Miami 2020-22. By the way, we rated the, uh, the Robusto in the issue that is being shipped now. So you'll see that in the ratings very soon. Yes. Got really good rating. Very good. As soon as we put this podcast to bed, I am going to go get me one of those Miami 21. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Hey, you know what time it is? What time is it, Jimmy? It's Scotch O'Clock. Woo, baby. The perfect pairing has begun. And now, Perfect Pairings, brought to you by Total Wine and More. Bring out the booze. All right, we're about to get even better with our uh, Rocky Patel number six, and now we've got single malt scotch, gentlemen. What do you think about those, Jimmy? See, now this is my jam. Your jam? Hold on. What did we do last time that wasn't his jam? Yeah, it's just about <laughs> everything except for this. Everything is like, <laughs> well, oh, no, you know, that's I not like, my I, I, like, I like the IPAs. I like the beers. I like the bourbons. We had Oktoberfest like last time. I like, you know, tequila is not my jam. That's what it was. Tequila is not tequila. my jam, but you you know. He jammed it. Company. He jammed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you know, there are a lot worse things in the world than me drinking some tequila. I, I just, I think, in my, I think in my DNA, like my pants just fly off when I drink tequila. Oh, so, so hello. It was... It was it was difficult. 
I had to like. You know. Bueno, listen. I heard you're doing a uh, a Spanish sports betting show, <laughs> and you sound so Mexican when you do it. Oh, really? You do. You do. I'm, you know, so I, I like if I'm listening to that show and I don't know you, I peg you for a tequila guy. Well, I'm the Cuban mass Mexican. Yes. Gonna, All right. Uh, you're a chameleon. That. I know that. That's it. No, el tipo. Yeah. <laughs> Yo soy el tiburitabra. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. And now we're going to have a little bit of this and a little bit of that of the soup. You can do with this gotcha. or you can deal with that. All right. We got All A, right. B, and let's C. Give it, so let's give let's, A a little. Let's start with A. So let's, let's She's start. She's a beaut in the glass. It's bright. It's like, it's mm. gold. And it smells delicious. <laughs> it smells like heaven. Delicious. Good Lord. It smells so good. The day I get to the pearly gates, I feel that's wow, what it's going to smell like. Oh, this is this is near perfect. Tastes great. I mean, right out of the gate, we're we're doing well. Right out of the gate, tastes great. I love I love the the aftertaste. It co- it coats your throat. Right, it's got just enough. Heat. Man, that is wonderful. It's got just enough Coast. heat, but it doesn't it doesn't burn you out. It doesn't take it doesn't kill everything else around it. So. Oh my god, I'm that was just this. a sip. Now I'm going to do the sip and smoke. Now, the, the, what Eric's always telling us, which he taught me, is you got you to you try it both ways. You got to sip, then smoke. <laughs> you try it. I, I don't know if I've, I've not been the one to get you to go both ways, Listen, Jimmy. well, listen, listen. You know, yeah, listen. You go to Miami Beach, go to, go to a drag show, it t- changes your life. But anyway, that, but that's another show. So let, let's take a little sip, and then we take a little smoke. Goes great together, by the way. I beat you to the punch. It's really nice. I'm going with A. <laughs> A's a winner. Wait a minute. No recency bias. Man, oh, it just it, I mean, it tastes so good. The sip and the smoke are amazing. Wow, it's so good. Either hey. that or we've been drinking a lot of bad stuff on the show lately. Never. Which we have Not on this show. No. Not on this show. Even the tequila was great. So what do you got, Eric? You, you're, you're, like, you're like in full reporter mode. What do you got over there? Ivan, yeah. It's just, just smooth. Nothing overpowers each other. I mean, it's very... The smoke... Comes out of your mouth creamy after the heat of the scotch yeah. going down. It's a really nice combination. I had, I had to relight. I'll tell you, for, for me, it's almost better to take the puff and then the drink because they almost they almost finish each other's sentences. That's the best way I can describe. Oh, it. nice! I like that. Uh, Speaking of finished, I'm done me too. with a. Um, clearly, clearly, there was a hole in my glass. It's all gone. I don't know what it is, but it tastes like an 18-year-old, like like something like aged and nice, you know? It does so taste smooth. very aged. So All right. No, but but it's also, it's got that like fullness of flavor mm-hmm. that you get from, from aged product. It doesn't have any like wasted movement, yes. the scotch. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like my golf swing. Kind of like your, yeah, unlike <laughs> mine. <laughs> Mine has all wasted. kinds of waste going on. <laughs> Mine wastes more than it uses. We we call, I think the, I think the technical no term movement. is the garbage truck. Yes, <laughs> uh, but uh, but seriously, the uh, the scotch. Holy mackerel, that was good. Right, right out of the gate. Really so impressed. so B and C have already got a lot to live up to. So let's yeah. let's move over to B now, and we'll start with the eyeball test. Looks darker. Darker. As, as I always say, you're not getting the job. <laughs> it is darker, yeah. So, you know, on a uh, on a scotch, if it's darker, it, it typically means more time, right? Because they don't char their barrels the way that we char them in uh, in the U.S. Mm. So, the the nose, there's not much there. 
Well, less. There is, yeah. but it's less than the right. than A. Not as aromatic. One was like just flowing out of the glass into your nose, right? This is really nice on the nose, but much more like delicate and nuanced than uh, than A was. Definitely opens up. Very, very oaky. Oh, yeah? Very, very oaky. oaky. Very oaky. I agree. So that would speak to more time as well. Yeah. This, this is like Steve Aoki Oki. Yeah. <laughs> oh, another, <laughs> is it? another idea. <laughs> right? Let's do it. Oh, it's so, nice. So it's, uh, it's it's nice. actually yeah, very it's nice. nice on the palate. It's I think it's it's shorter on the aftertaste. Definitely. Doesn't it's linger. Not, it doesn't, doesn't linger. It doesn't linger as much. It's not as coating, but it's still very good. What do you think, Nat? <laughs> Nat can smell the scotch from across the room. Excuse me while I relight. So I'm gonna I'm gonna puffy puff and then drinky drink. Maybe a little bit more like citrus to it. A little more like acidic. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> a little fruitier. I like it. I just think A is a little bit. Yeah, I, I, more. I feel, I guess. A set the bar right. so freaking high. I, I think the only thing I would say is I feel like the cigar kind of knocks down the scotch a little bit. Just a little bit. It's sort of, sort of for me, when I take a puff and then I take the drink, it sort of cancels the scotch. Like, yeah. I, think, I think I could have this with, like, like, food, like, certain, like, like appetizers, you know, almost like a white wine. Because I, I find it to be, you know, on the fruity side, has the citrus, has the acidity. I think it would, it would go well with, like. Yeah, and, and remember, the, the, the exercise that we're doing is how they pair with the cigar. It has nothing to do with it. If it's not a good scotch. It's a great scotch. It's how it pairs. Yeah, all, with, by the way, I know that all three scotches are excellent. Yeah, yeah. You, you, could, you could definitely tell. I mean, this, this on its own. No, I'm sure, saying without, sure. without tasting. I know that I mean, what they picked for us was excellent stuff, like top-notch. Right. So good. You're right. This this is this is like you get you get to where your your lounge. It's, it's nice and sweet. You sit down. I'll have this. Bam. Tranquilo. <clears throat> yeah. Tranquilo. Definitely. Definitely get you, get you started. Take the edge off, and you're on your way. Probably like I don't. I don't, I don't even the, in the pairing though. I don't. I don't know if I'd want to put any ice in it. What? I think I could have have it like that. Like neat. That's how you should have it. Well, I mean, you could put a drop of water. Uh, no, no, I'm saying ice. You. Yeah. I mean, some people do, and that's fine too. I'm always a rocks guy. Me I, I too. Start transitioning yeah. to to be more neat. On the on the scotch, most people go neat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I go yeah, rocks. I always go but rocks. So I go when you when you cool rock. it when you cool it down when you cool it down, mm -hmm. uh, you make it more viscose, so it, it gets thicker just by cooling it down, and and a tad sweeter. So that that's a nice benefit of going uh, cold. By the way, look at the ash on my number six here. It's perfect. But, yeah. So again, to finish off the pairing, because I don't know if we've done that well enough, at least me personally. Uh, A went very well with the cigar. Mm -hmm. They didn't really change each other. They kind of stayed in their lanes, like holding hands, like, hey, this is really nice. Mm -hmm. uh, B 
B, I think, takes away from the cigar when you sip and then drink. It, it doesn't help it. There, there, I it would actually call it, hurts it. I would call it an independent marriage. Everybody's got their own bank account. Everybody does their own thing. You know, hey, whatever. Then, like, oh. look, now I let. I haven't taken a sip for a minute or so. And the cigar's coming back. All its flavors are coming back. As soon as I take a sip and do it again. The scotch is almost unchanged going this way from cigar to scotch. And from scotch to cigar. And from scotch to cigar, I lose a lot of flavor yeah. in the cigar. They, they, they work well on their own. Yeah. It, it doesn't make the cigar bad, by the no, way. No, it just, no, nothing's bad. It just knocks, like, almost, I just realized what it was. It cancels out the pepper. Did that happen to you? Oh, you, oh, you still have some. Hit it. Take a sip and then a puff. Sip and puff. Yeah. Like the, the pepper in the cigar is like, whoop, gone. Right. Neutralizing. All right. So, that's, a, that's B. It's still very good. But oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, 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 yeah. But still we're very I'm comparing good. it to A, which was. Right. All right. So, moving on to C. All right. Now we're on to C. Got a heavy pour of C. I don't know about you, boys. Oh, you got a light one, Jimmy. I know, right? Lighter color. Well, lighter, lighter than B. But yeah, it's little, clo it's closer to, to A. More. Closer to straw than uh than than uh than gold let's say not quite straw though still goldish good nose that's a nice nose very busy nose very busy like, busy busy to me to me I feel, in a bad way I, I feel it's very uh oh no i i, I like it it's alcoholic okay it smells like alcohol which is not a bad thing i mean alcohol alcohol <clears throat> Al's in the hall. Alcohol. All right, here we go. Take a little sippy sip. Oh, I like it. I like the nose. It does have more alcohol. Mm -hmm. You smelled it. You got a very keen nose there. I love my scotch. I love my SMS. There is more heat. Less, heat. less sweet than B. It's closer to A. Almost, almost tannic, right? It's like that structure. Right, almost like a wine, like a like a red wine has that structure on your tongue when it. That's like it's oaky in that way. You don't smell so much oak, right? But you get the like oak tannins in your mouth. You right. get it on your tongue or no? Like grips your tongue a little bit. Yeah, it definitely hangs on there. I mean, I, I would almost call it when you you know, you, if you if you're into like octopus, if you like seafood, it's 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 thick. Mm. Right? It's thick. It definitely. Pulpo a la gallega. With a, with, a, with a little on on the a little, a little oh. octopus on the grill, a little lemon, a little lemon. My God, we might have to do some food pairing. Now we're talking with Jimmy. Jimmy, now we're talking. You know, nice. Now we're talking. Quadrangular. Oh. Uh, so yeah. Home run. <laughs> I think like we like the speed of the show has slowed down because <laughs> everyone. All of like, a sudden we got we all of a sudden we're sexy. We're like you know you know sweetheart whatever you need you know have you, have you ever been to the Bahamas. Would you like to go to Even our voice would turn into Barry White all of a sudden. Have you ever been to the Bahamas? <laughs> have you ever been to Nassau? <laughs> no, it's, it's very... It, okay, Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Sorry. I, you sorry, don't have sorry, an sorry, island. Sorry. Sorry. I no, I, I think it's very... I mean, this, this, this is sexy. This is sexy. It goes well with the cigar. Right. Too. Uh, very well. Very well. These are. This is like a. This is like a, an attractive man and attractive woman walking into hey, a bar together. 
Hold on. I can appreciate a, an attractive man. I want nothing to do with it, but I got to, you know. What do you usually order? Me, I mean, I, it all depends on the day. I mean, I, right. I'm a big Balvenie. And what they, and what they have. But Bal- oh, love, love it. Balvenie. Love it. A little Oban. Nice. You know, it depends. Oh, Oban. And, and depend, hey, if it's a pay week, okay, let's get the Balvenie. Let's get this. Yeah. You know? You know, I've, I've been I've been more on the bourbon side of town of late. You know, the late, the Angel's Envy, the Old Forester kind of stuff. But when I go to the Scotchies, I'm either Old Bon or Bal. Cool. Or Balvini. Balvini Double Oak or any one of those? Caribbean Cask. You like that one? Caribbean you Cask? Know, the one thing about living in South Florida, everything, everybody, I didn't realize everybody's got a Caribbean Cask. Everybody. Yeah. Well, they release those things usually here. Like they'll release a, uh, so if a Scotch company has a Caribbean cast, they'll release it down here because mm-hmm. they know they've got a rum audience down here right. that wants that those little sweet notes from a rum in their scotch. Is it cheaper? No. The Caribbean cast? No. No? No, no, no. You know, I had a, I had a McCallum uh, Caribbean cast. McCallum with an M? Is that a new brand? <laughs> so McCallum. <laughs> yeah, he's... No. Maybe that was the problem. I had a McCallum... <laughs> Maybe that was a problem. That's, that's what happens when you go drinking in El Callejón. When, when you go to the alley and drink, I had a McAllen Caribbean cask. I don't love that one either. I, I'm, so I was going to say, the reason I asked you, do you like those Caribbean casks? Because Balvini's is one of the more popular Caribbean casks. I don't love it. I don't love it. I'd rather have the straight up than the Caribbean cask, typically. Me too. Right. Right. It doesn't always work. I think the McAllen one is cheaper. That's the, I've bought it. But That's I will why. say this. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I think they, I know. They, they, I've yeah if I've you had it. to introduce somebody to single malt scotch, I always tell them, have a Macallan 12. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. Yeah, that, is sure. like, that is like for scotch sure. 101. Yeah. Sure. Macallan, Glenlivet, you want to go Highland, hit them with a straight up Highland. Glenn, I was the same swinger. A Glen, fit it, Glen, Glen, any Glen. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this uh, C has made us talk about all other kinds of whiskey. So think about that. A, you were like enthralled by it. Right. B, you were comparing it to A. And now C, here we are talking about other scotches. Mm-hmm. So what does that what does that say? It's a tour guide. <laughs> okay. It's a, it's a conversation starter. <laughs> we're walking, we're walking, we're walking. And if you turn over to your right. I'm sorry, but no, there's I, nothing uh, that comes close to that A. All right. So if we had to rank them. I would say ACB for me. Yeah, yeah. They're all great, but we're saying with the Rocky Patel number six Corona. Pick one. No, no. Yeah, I mean, if we, I'm going ACB. All right. So wait, one one last little tidbit before we go. So I just took a sip, just took a puff, and. The cigar actually got really nice. I know. I know. They're, they're playing C. really well. Like, you know, like all this C. talking and all this, hey, you know. Blah, blah. The but at the end got, of the day. The cigar was helped. I might go C. C-A-B. On the cigar pairing. Right. On its own, I'm going A all day. I just drank it so fast. I don't I don't even remember it by now. Because it, it was outrageous. But, but, it was outrageous. B, but B, if you're just going to have a if you're just gonna have a nice single malt scotch, B is amazing. Hmm. That's, that's the thing to keep. The more time C sits in the glass, check it out. It's like it's, oh, it's lost great. a lot of that alcohol bite. Bre- it opened up. It has now gotten sweeter. It like has a flower in bloom. Oh, it did. It has gotten. It has gotten bro? sweeter. It has. And this, the nose has opened up. You smell the nose now. It's nice. This is what we would call good problems. 
All right. So enough. Well, this uh, is like an embarrassment of riches. Right. Uh, yeah. Seriously. Right. Sure. This has gotten this has gotten really nice. I, I'm actually enjoying C a lot right now. And with the cigar, I'm going C. You're going C. Me too. Because it helped it. Instead right. of instead of just muting it or just going side by side with it, like and sometimes you know what, and sometimes we forget about that. We're, we're, we're so we want to get to our drink or we want to get whatever. You know, you got to remember, some drinks are kind of like a steak. You know, you take the steak off the grill, you got to let it breathe, you got to let it settle, you got to let it sort of expand and, and do its thing. That, that was nice. Is that, is that my time? Yeah, that was like your little chime for you yourself. Know? And he, every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. <laughs> but you know, it's the same, same thing, same thing with 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 the scotches. You got to let it breathe. You got to let it kind of see the room, enjoy, and then realize, okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. See. So the cigar after C got like this, like dried fruit characteristic that I really enjoyed that wasn't there before at at all. It's like almost like a like a sherry dried fruit. I can't wait for the reveal. Well, you shall wait no longer. Ding, ding, ding. really nice together. (laughs) All right, let's get Yami. I just want to see what glasses Yami had on. (laughs) And by the way, I think the... the Sorry, I imagine she's been practicing her pronunciations. (laughs) On YouTube? Because scotches scotches are... It's very hard. Well, hence the McCallum. It's the McCallum. Oh, but by the way. And the and the Balvenie. <laughs> by the way. All right, here two, we go. Two-tone glasses. Oh, very nice. Two-tone glasses. Oh, two-tone glasses today. Little, All right, here we go. Actually, three-tone. You got Yummy. You know, dark blue, light Hit blue. us with the order here. Hello, hello. I'm back. All right, you guys are ready for this? Are you ready for this? This is this is the part of the show where the Do you want to go soar. faster? This is, this is where they soar because Yami's involved. <laughs> all right, all right. I feel like I don't. Um, okay. Do you hear me? <laughs> Do you hear me now? Okay. A. A. The Glenrosses. Glen Glenrosses. Richard Dreyfus. What happened? Glen Rosses. Glen Rosses. Okay. Ra- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And this is a single malt scotch, eighteen years old, forty-three percent alcohol. Very. I knew it. I knew it was good. The next one. Ready. Yeah. B. Glenfiddich. Ooh. Did I do that right? Yeah. 12 years. Pathetic. It was very good also. And Okay. You like that one? Yeah. I did like it. And the next one, this is a really hard one. Craigalaki? Craigalaki. Craigalaki. or something like that. Craigalaki. Craigalaki. 18 years um, age and 46% alcohol. That's hard, man. You like to do this to me. <laughs> Can you see it? Yeah, Kragalaki. Craig, well done, Jam. Nice, young. And, so and, you and the glass is on point, as usual. As what? usual. No wonder you gave me such a point. small pour on the first one. Yeah. So because it's a mini bottle. So Glenrothes was. It's a space side malt, eighteen years old. It was. Outrageous, and it's, it's and it's like airplane bottle size. I, well, so didn't I say us, aged? I said you, eighteen. You did. You wow, called I it like one hundred percent. You called dude. it. Yeah. Boom. And uh, oh, you got a boom on that. Yeah. Right. Sabe? Sabe. And then the Glenfiddich, twelve-year-old. Uh, but this is not the straight-up Glenfiddich. This is the special edition twelve, which is uh, finished in an Amont- Amontillado sherry cask. Oh, right. So that's uh. That's the Glenfiddich. That's and then, why it was fruity? Yeah. 
So Amontillado is a sherry cask. It has that like oh fruitiness to it. Oh my god! You nailed it, buddy. So you nailed it. And then so Craigalaki Beast, thirteen-year-old, uh, also Speyside malt. Uh, yeah, Craigalaki. I've 46%. never had that. That was very good. So, yeah, and so remember how you like it was hot mm-hmm. at, at first? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's forty-six percent. Uh, and the the Glenfiddich is forty-three, and the Glenroth is. She may have said it, but I didn't hear it. I'm going to need those glasses. There it is. Also 43. So, man, that was awesome. All amazing. That was a good pairing. A-A-A. Awesome. By the way, I had that Glenfiddich on its own uh, without tasting it after an 18. That's not fair, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's not fair. The the 18, this is 18-year-old, and the Glenfiddich is 12, and the Craig is 13. The Glenroth is had a massive advantage. Yeah. 18 years old. It was outrageously good. Very good. Like I'm leaving here going straight to Total Wine to buy that. That was so freaking delicious. <laughs> and, and you're totally right how that opened up at the end. You, you gave it a minute. The Craig Alec, it did. You gave it a minute and it totally opened up and it really just changed the whole perspective. All right. So I'm going to look. So I can't give you MSRP on the Glenfiddich because... That is, I think it's literally being released this week. Wow. Yeah. Look we, at the stuff that we have we access to from Total. Yeah, we got it uh, ahead of, of release. Um, yeah, wine, which, is, Total wine. which is really awesome Thank on you. their part. So let's see the, the Glen Roth. Give me a second. I know these scotches pay, pair better than the Oktoberfest beers. And, and better than the tequila. <laughs> I like tequila. <laughs> I know, it's my gem. You're a tequila guy. I'm watching the I'm watching this Vicente Fernandez thing, and they're like, "Oh, tequila this, tequila that." I'm like, "Oh, I gotta get into it. I gotta get it. I gotta it. get into it." All right, the Glen Roth is eighteen. Uh, is one hundred and fifty nine ninety nine, one hundred and sixty bucks. It's worth it though. Wow. Every penny. Outrageously good. And for our last uh, one, Craig Alecki. Uh, thirteen year is seventy one ninety nine, so seventy two bucks. Very nice, very nice. And let me see if by any chance they've already got the uh, Glenfiddich on their site. Well, I can tell you after listening to this podcast, they better. Do you know? Are those like Highland? So the uh, so the Glenrothes and the Craigalaki are both. Speyside malt. Speyside. And I'm fairly certain that the the Glenfiddich is a Highland. Okay. I can't tell the difference on that, but I know that's a thing. I think the word is hashtag yummy. Yeah. You can't go wrong. Listen, you can't go wrong with single malt. Wait until you get a hold of one of these. Get them, Joker. Wait till they get a hold of me. All right, so they have the the Glenfiddich twelve year sherry cask finish. I don't know if it is the Amontillado, but they have it already on their site. Fifty five bucks, fifty four ninety nine for oh, the Glenfiddich. I mean, come on, they're giving it away. Yep, it's the same one. So fifty five bucks. This is a random thing. Is that a, a short story by uh, what's his name? Puente? Anyway. <laughs> Hemingway? <laughs> no. Uh, Old Man in the Sea? Fuente. Who's the story? Raven? 
Oh, 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 dude, good call. Is it call. a cask so the, of Amontillado? Is that I, the same I see where thing? you're going now. You're going with Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe. And there right? is a famous Edgar Allan Poe short story called oh. The Amontillado Cask. Oh, my goodness. Dude, how did you pull well, that man. out of your ass? Sorry. All right. I, you know, from now in. on, you should be referred to as the professor. El profesor. El profe. El profe. <laughs> Listen. Uh, El profe Ocampo. So I, I, was, I was hanging with, uh, with the Glenfiddich... Uh, U.S. brand ambassador, and I asked him the same question. Hey, you know the Ed Grand Poe Montiello <laughs> cask? He's a Scottish guy. Yeah. A piper is dune. A piper is dune. Well, because he's Scottish and Ed Grand Poe's American, right? So he was like, a Montiello cask? No, I know what an Montiello cask is, but I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and then you said, Have you ever what? seen So I Married an Axeman? Yeah, that I should have said that, but I didn't. So anyway, really nice. Uh, all three scotches were excellent on their own. Uh, with the cigar, I would go the Craig Alecky, mm-hmm. Uh and the whiskey on its own. I'd go with the Glen Roth's eighteen, which again, it's an eighteen-year-old, and it's right. and it cost uh, again what was it a uh, hundred and sixty bucks. That's it's, it's, yeah. That's a that's a different that spend. Bottle? No, it's a seven fifty. <laughs> this this was uh, this like? is the bottle that they sent us. I guess they didn't have enough of those eighteens uh, to send us a full. But thankfully, they did send us no, more than one of those. Trust me. Woo-hoo. Individuals. Those are like, those so, are like listen, personal, I, personal pizzas. You got that. I, I have I have more of this. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give these. What's left here? I'll give it to both of you guys to enjoy. Or you uh, can put that a little bit behind your ear, and you're good. Yeah. All right, but that was that was awesome. Both of them. What were an amazing, excellent. This is one of the great, perfect pairings. Yeah, of a all round time. of applause. Yeah, it was hashtag really of all time. Yeah, per- pairing wise, it was perfect. Right here on the Cigar Snob Magazine podcast. Go back, listen to the other ones. They're all great, but this one they're all great. Yeah, this one could be Mount Rushmore. And listen, where do you get all these great things? Total Wine and More. As always, perfect pairings brought to you by. Total Wine and More, where you'll always find the right bottle at the right price with their lowest price guarantee. You visit Total Wine and More at TotalWine.com. Buzz guaranteed. (laughs) It's a BG. If you're like me and look forward to cozying up to a warm fireplace after a long day on the range, kicking off your boots and settling into a nice big bowl of chili con queso, then you'd love the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua. This Dominican-made Nicaraguan puro is a bold new blend with tons of flavor made with the same craftsmanship that has made La Aurora cigars one of the oldest and premium cigar makers in all the world. Started in the Dominican Republic in 1903, La Aurora cigars was founded by the young Eduardo Leon Jimenez, who set out to fulfill his dream of making great cigars. Today, over a century later, La Aurora has a presence in five continents and more than a thousand employees. The original La Aurora 107 was released in 2010, commemorating the company's 107 years in business. Now the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua brings a bolder new profile to smokers who have become accustomed to smoking the consistent quality and excellence of La Aurora cigars. The 107 Nicaragua comes to life with a diverse array of spicy notes accompanied by a subtle touch of leather. 
A rich balance of earth, wood, and floral notes flourishes deeper into the smoke with a characteristic pinch of licorice and walnut on the finish. Maiden four sizes, a 7x47 Churchill, 6x58 Grand Toro, 5.5x54 Toro, and a 5x50 Robusto. The La Aurora 107 Nicaragua is a perfect complement to any rum cocktail, steak dinner, or even my famous chili con queso. Go on out and get yourself one and tell them Jasper sent you. You know, it, it's amazing. We, we talked about it earlier, you know, living in Miami. Unfortunately, you know, first of all, this country, the United States, is a baby compared to the rest of the world. You, know, you go to a church in Europe, it's 500 sure. years old. You know, so when you can appreciate a place like the J.C. Newman Cigar Place, it's been around for so long, you know, and that you can still have a smoke there today, you can do events there, it's great. So if you're ever in Ybor City, ever in the Tampa area, go to those places and, and you'll find – it's like going back in time. But the museum, by the way, in Ybor City yeah. in, the, in that square is amazing. I mean, if you ever have a chance to do that, it's That's also cool, yeah. That's so a good call, cool. Evan. Yeah. Good call. They do have a uh, a cigar industry museum. I don't know what they call it. I don't remember. We, we've both been in there. Mm-hmm. Really cool, man. I mean, you get to see – a yeah. ton of like how those people lived, how you know right. how the cigar factories, what they looked like, very cool. cool. How it operated with the, the the rollers and then el lector, mm-hmm. like saying the news while they rolled, very well, cool. And what gets me is be, being a man of of of, of girth. You know, I oh. I, te- I tend to perspire. You like sixty ring gauges. <laughs> I, I I tend to perspire. The fact that they didn't get air conditioning in South Florida till the nineteen forties, mm-hmm. and you see these dudes walking around in suits and hats and ties. You know, yep, crazy. God bless y'all. <laughs> and it was it was swampy. <laughs> I mean, seriously, Tampa was it was a swamp. Yeah, you know. So yeah, it's crazy, amazing. All right. So uh, before we get to what we learned today to put a bow on the on the podcast, let's how are we doing with our Rocky Patel number six Corona? Let's finish it off. Ivan, what do you got? We drank a lot of scotch today on the show. We did. So we're all in a good mood. My, yeah, yeah, great mood. My palate is, you know, very open to the flavors that are coming out of the cigar right now. So it still remains very, very creamy. There's still some spice there. It hasn't gotten harsh or over peppery getting to the end of it, which sometimes yeah, some of these happen. cigars yeah, it can get a little tarry and, and heavy. It's been very consistent from front to back. It's still smoking like a champ. Eric? Yeah. I mean, I'm in the same boat in terms of the cigar itself. Um, it's it's ramped up, which, again, usually happens at the end of, uh, of, of a cigar as you get closer to you. As the smoke and the fire and the heat gets closer to you, everything kind of cranks up. What you're looking for is you don't want things to get nasty, mm-hmm. right? And so in this cigar, it has not, not one bit. Everything cranked up, yes, no doubt. Agreed. The peppers more, the everything, the flavors are, are more intense. Especially in the nose on the retrohale, I feel Big it. time, right? Yeah. So, but it's still very pleasant. Yeah. I mean, all, all aces, as far as I'm concerned. It's been a, it's yeah. been an amazing show. From a selfish point of view, I win. This is Jim's Jam this right here. Single malt scotches. That's what we're going to call the episode, just Jim's Jam. <laughs> Jim's Jam. <laughs> Jimmy Jam. It was in Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah. Prince. Yeah. It's what, you know, Janet Jackson. There you go, Jimmy buddy. Jam. You know, Minneapolis in the house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if all you right, say so, so. So, what? Is that the scotch speaking? No, that's Jim Rodriguez. Oh, oh, oh. Vis-a-vis the scotch. What did we learn today, Eric? Listen, uh, time matters, right? That, mm-hmm. that 
18 year old scotch it just i almost i almost wish we can we can ask that of yami because then if we did then we'd know what the hell the order of the cigars were but i almost wish she would have put that one last right because it would have been like doom, 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 and it would have just taken off uh so we started with the home run hitter and man it, it's incredible how much age matters in scotch right in scotland It, it ages slower than it does in, let's say, Kentucky, mm -hmm. right, where we drink our bourbons from. Mm -hmm. So it's hotter in Kentucky. The The rickhouses get hot, then they get cold, and they get hot, then they get cold. So the, the wood has, has the opportunity to expand and contract uh, many more times than it does in Scotland. And so in Scotland, it's a very slow... Uh, what do you need, sir? Oh. Uh, I thought you were pointing at me to do something. So uh, in Scotland, it you think I would takes, point at the boss? I'd never it takes a long boss. time, right? And so, man, it came through like you called it, Ivan. Right from the moment we sipped it, you were like, "This tastes old," and it, and it was. So that was that was pretty awesome. So yeah, that's what I learned. Is just it's it's not that I learned it so much as it confirmed it. Right. You know how much time matters in Scotch. What's a rickhouse? Rickhouse is where they uh, where they age the scot or the whiskey, I should say. I heard of, I've heard of a okay. rickshaw. Yeah. No, the the rickhouse is what you see, right? Those 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 wooden sheds where they age the whiskey. Got it. Right? Okay, that's called a rickhouse. All right, cool. What did you learn today? Hey, well, so, you just learned what a rickhouse. Right. Was. I know. That's I know. I, well, this is going to be le less about learning and more about reaffirming that we're all going to pull together. As a, as a community, as cigar smokers, oh, and, call, and yeah. help out the people, the businesses of West Coast Florida when they need us most, let's all pull together and help them out. And again, the best way to do it, go to your local Red Cross, support your cigar shops, support, support you know the Rocky Patels, all the people that you see in South Florida, especially Southwest Florida, e-commerce sites. If you're going to buy a, a, you know, a box, if you're going to buy some cigars, You know, try to put them above the list, you know, Absolutely. just try to help them out during this time of need. And again, every day is a gift. And what I've learned, the entrepreneurial spirit is strong. Very strong. Between the Uber Eats cigar. Yeah. <laughs> amongst all the other businesses we got going on. Listen, it's a treat. Thank you for hanging out with us. And listen, if you give, if you like the show, if you enjoy it, go on, give us five stars, write a review. Definitely helps. And also make sure to check out the YouTube channel. Great amount of content. Yeah, you're going to enjoy it between the mailbags and all the other stuff we got going on all throughout. You know, hit us up with the social media of Cigar Snob. So on Twitter and Instagram, we are at Cigar Snob Mag. Mm -hmm. uh, on Facebook, if you just search for Cigar Snob Magazine, you will get to our page. Uh, and then uh, YouTube, just Cigar Snob Magazine is the YouTube channel. And at the end of the day, every day is a gift. Enjoy it. Hug whoever you love. Enjoy it. Have a smoky treat. And remember, Cigar Snob Magazine, right here, where you get your finest podcasts, right here. We'll come back at you next time. Enjoy it, and we'll talk to you next time. Cool. Later, See guys. You guys. You've been listening to the Cigar Snob Podcast. Tune in next time for more nonsense and chicanery. But in the meantime, you can find previous episodes of the podcast on cigarsnob.com slash podcast. Follow us at Cigar Snob Mag on all the social media platforms and be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple Podcast. Until next time, hasta luego.